This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters, and I really mean that. It is Thursday, September 2nd, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting Steve Wolfong has joined us. Steve, are you ready for some football? I'm just surprised I'm on today. I know Thursday's my regular slot, but with the season opener, I figured you would have got a much better guest than me. It was possible, but you hog up the salary cap so much that I wasn't able to move the funds around quickly enough. That doesn't matter because you're ready to roll. Ohio State opens the season at Minnesota in a Big Ten showdown. National spotlight, Fox TV, 8 p.m. kickoff. I don't know what I'm going to do to get through the day to get there. Steve, are you geeked for the real beginning of another college football season? So you didn't count week zero and Illinois versus Nebraska as the beginning of the real college football season? I absolutely did not. As I get older, these games, you know, I'm excited to take my kid to soccer practice later today. That's what I'm excited for. My kids can now move themselves around, so I don't take anybody anywhere. But I will be geeked and parked in front of the TV for the Buckeyes. Pat Murphy and Steve Hellwagon are in Minnesota. They will have everything you need to follow the game. They are there with bells on. They are the guys you want to follow all day today with the festivities leading up to what should be a glorious affair. We will discuss what we think will happen in the Big Ten opener. But first, let's hop into Steve's wheelhouse, and that is recruiting. Steve recently had a discussion with an in-state target for Ohio State that has some intrigue surrounding him. That is Wayne offensive lineman Emil Wagner. Could you bring us up to speed on the Dayton area offensive lineman? Yeah, so he has been long saying that he's going to announce his college decision in January at the All-America Bowl on NBC, but there's some buzz now that he may come off the board sooner. And he's got three game visits lined up for the month of September. He's going to be at Kentucky for their season opener this weekend. And he's going to be at Ohio State for their home opener against Oregon in that top 10 showdown. And then he's going to be at Penn State for the whiteout against Auburn. And he said these game visits will be a big part in his his decision-making process as he tries to narrow his list to one, which also includes Maryland and Notre Dame. I think when you look at this Ohio State class right now, Dan, it's obviously uber talented, um, but the offensive line remains a need for them moving forward. I think George Fitzpatrick is going to be a stud 
for the Buckeyes down the road. I think he's going to blossom into the next high round draft pick and a guy that I wouldn't be surprised if we're shooting up the rankings uh, as, as it continues. Uh, that was a big recruiting win for them, beating out Oregon and Oklahoma, two, two other schools that I think do a terrific job of not only recruiting offensive linemen, but obviously developing them under Bill Biedenbaugh at Oklahoma. And then obviously Mario Cristobal has his hands all over it at, at Oregon. George Fitzpatrick and Tigra to Shabola out of Lakota West is a nice start, but Ohio State, they, they, they want a couple more in this class. And Emil Wagner's a guy that they didn't offer right away because they wanted to see how his body was maturing, but liked what they saw and, and, and extended him an offer and brought him in on an official visit. So I, I think that, um, you know, these visits, it'll be telling how these visits go. And obviously that weekend against Oregon is shaping up to be a monster recruiting weekend. Oregon and Ohio state is going to be a religious experience. So kind of weird, but speaking of weird, perhaps you've heard of a school called Bishop Sycamore. That's a weird situation. You know, what's funny about Bishop Sycamore is all these writers that like young recruiting writers that go out to all these schools that were hyping up Bishop Sycamore in the off season, breaking their thumbs to go delete their tweets, promoting that program. Yeah, we were lucky to have kind of an inside word on this group. And I'll just say that the coverage and the goings on were not a surprise to us. However, we did have someone in attendance, Bill Curlick, because IMG was here and they are loaded with future Buckeyes. We hope one of whom, Carnell Tate, has announced he's making his decision. How optimistic should Ohio State be about IMG's best receiver? Man, I feel really good about it. Not only is the IMG's best receiver, he's one of the best receivers in the country, regardless of grade, and certainly in the conversation as receiver number one in that in that 2023 class. We saw him, I was down at IMG's first spring practice, and he was terrific uh, in that setting, going up against some of the best defensive backs in the country. He was the only one on IMG's offense that day who could separate and make a play. His hands are off the charts. His ball skills are elite. He's super smooth and he's uber confident. He's from the Chicagoland area. He's visited Ohio State a few times. And I think the Buckeyes are the team to beat going into his decision. I think as that decision draws near, my crystal ball confidence will go up. But right now I feel good about my pick for Ohio State for Carnell Tate. IMG will be back in Ohio this weekend, this time to face LaSalle. And I can assure you, LaSalle actually team. does exist. They do, and they can run the ball. And they got, they, they got, some, you know, they're a hard-nosed football team, as all of y'all know. Uh, one, they are one of the best uh, programs in the state of Ohio. And as ESPN billed uh, that game last week as IMG versus the state of Ohio, this this one will actually be a, a ball game where they get a taste of some true Ohio football. Let's finish with this. When it comes to recruiting, it is pretty clear that Jaden Davis has stolen the spotlight among young quarterbacks. He has set up his visits for the fall. When is he coming to Ohio State? And maybe a quick update on a guy that it does seem the major, major programs. And by that, I mean, you know who is going after him. Yeah, he's locked in some September visits. This weekend, he'll be at the neutral site game between Clemson and Georgia. Georgia was first to offer him in eighth grade. After having him in camp, he's from, he's from the Peach State Duluth, I believe. And then, you know, he's playing in South Carolina now with Clemson being the home state. Clemson has not offered yet because 
that's their protocol. Ohio State has offered because they've had them in camp and their protocol is to offer guys that they think are good players and they had them in camp and they think he's a really good player and they want him to come to Ohio State and he's he's been to Columbus and he's going to be back for the Oregon game and then he's going to visit Penn State who's also offered uh, Mike Yersich there. He's going to be there for the whiteout against Auburn. But I think that obviously there's a tremendous amount of interest in Ohio State. We talked about it on a Bucknuts morning, Bucknuts morning five, either the last one or the one before that. But Ryan Day and Lincoln Riley have made really nice impressions on Jaden Davis's family. Certainly, he likes Georgia a ton. Alabama's in the in the middle of that one too. They offered after having him in camp too the day after he got offered by Georgia, and he's off to a fantastic start as a sophomore. He's thrown for over 600 yards in two games and eight, or, or excuse me, nine touchdowns. He's got nine touchdown passes right now, and he he. he he got hurt as a freshman, but came back and led his team deep in the state playoffs as well. So gritty, tough kid that can make all the throws, extremely mature young man. Um, and he will be back at Ohio state for the showdown with the ducks. And he also likes Oregon too. So um going to get, he's going to get a chance in the first two weeks to see four schools that have really caught his attention. I imagine Jaden Davis will be an interested viewer tonight as he sees Ohio State put out there, a freshman, albeit a redshirt freshman, but a quarterback early to see how he fares. We'll take a quick break, come back, and take a look at Minnie. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yep, we are back and it is official. Ohio State is playing football tonight at Minnesota against the fighting PJ Flex. We're going to take a look at that game. Ohio State has the first share of the national spotlight to itself tonight. Of the guys on Minnesota, when you were covering them doing recruiting, who was your favorite? Well, I love this receiver, Dalen Wright, who transferred from Texas A&M back in high school. He was a grown man uh, back then, one of the more physically impressive pass catchers that I've seen uh, on the prep level and and the early returns are that he's been kind of freakish up there at Minnesota too. Now he needs to develop some consistency to his game, but there's no question he can be a downfield deep play, win a jump or deep ball, win those one-on-one ball type threats. And and, uh, with Chris Altman Bell's status for this game, kind of up in the air with the injury that he had uh, as one of the Big Ten's best returners at the position, you know, maybe Dalen Wright or Daniel Jackson, who is a 24-7 sports composite four-star recruit uh, out of Kansas. Uh, He had over 1,500 yards receiving and 27 touchdowns as a senior for for powerhouse Bishop Miege out there. Minnesota's receiver room is pretty good and pretty talented. Minnesota's running back, Muhammad Ibrahim, who uh, hails from Good Council High, the powerhouse and the DMV. He's a guy that we had ranked higher than our peers, but still – ranked as a three-star, but we had him uh, significantly higher than everybody else in that three-star realm. Chose Minnesota over Kentucky and Iowa 
So kind of under-recruited, even though he comes out of that powerhouse that's produced the likes of Stefan Diggs. Uh, but he's he's in that 2017 class. Abraham was a guy that certainly every school in the country had a chance to evaluate with, with some of the guys that were his teammates at, at Good Counsel, but uh, ends up at Minnesota and, and having a terrific career. And uh, a guy that, again, we ranked a little higher than our peers, but but still uh, not high enough as he's going to be a draft pick, I would say. Um, Daniel Falalele, I, I don't know if I've seen him and Dewan Jones are the two biggest recruits I've ever seen in my life. You mean so, big as in height, weight? Just Yes, just massive humans. So they'll both be starting at right tackle in this game. So that's an interesting Wilt Fong nugget there. Um, th- those guys are just massive. I, I still regret the Dewan Jones ranking as much as any ever because if you go back and think about it, just how good a basketball player he was, how nimble he was, and just how massive he was. I, I mean, he's going to play in the NFL, I would think. So, uh, and and if you look at Minnesota's secondary, Terrell Smith was one of the fastest players in Georgia. He's a senior now. He's a four-star recruit for us coming out. And then uh, Tyler Newbin is a four. He was a four-star out of Chicagoland. He's a big six-foot-two, six-foot-three uh, safety. Uh, um, so Minnesota uh, going to be big on the back end, and they have another kid on their defensive line, a CZ Odomewo, who's from the same high school as Dewan Jones in Indianapolis who when I met him was another specimen, but extremely raw. But Minnesota has nurtured him and brought him along, and uh, he's got all the traits. So it'll be interesting to see what he looks like on the field tonight against Ohio State. But he will certainly look as ferocious as anybody Ohio State's going to see this year. I just posted the Bucknuts Roundtable. My prediction is Ohio State 45. Golfers 20. What is your prediction for tonight? Um, I mean, I think Ohio State will win easily. You know, I don't know what the what that score will look like. You know, Minnesota did not have the kind of year they wanted to have last year, so we'll see how they uh, bounce back from that this year. With you know, they have a veteran quarterback, Tanner Morgan, who's won a lot of ball games and um, veteran offensive line. But this is an Ohio State team that you know, I think is built to win it all and. Uh, they've had all year to prepare for Minnesota, and so I think they'll come out and flex some muscles tonight. We cannot wait to see the flex. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters.